Hello everyone and welcome to episode 86 of the Unlocking British English podcast, a podcast where I talk about a variety of different topics in real British English so that you can improve your listening comprehension, learn a little bit more about British culture and about how to learn languages more effectively. My name is Shane and in today's episode I'm going to talk to you guys about British people and the weather. Some of you might know that the British people are quite famous for talking a lot about the weather, but you might not realise how much. The average British person in their entire life, the average British person will spend around about four and a half months of their life talking about the weather. So if you were to take all the times that you spoke about the weather and put it all together and you did it all in a row, that would be four and a half months of just talking about the weather. Um, that was done, you know, found out through a, a survey, through a poll where they asked a couple of thousand different people. And so, yeah, on average, we spend a lot of time speaking about the weather. And so in today's episode, we'll talk a little bit about why we talk so much about the weather. And I thought I would also talk a little bit about how we actually talk about the weather so that you can uh, understand some of the more kind of slightly more colloquial phrases and so yeah you can also sound a little bit more natural when you're talking about the weather because if you have plans on speaking to British people especially if you're in Britain if you're somewhere in England Scotland or Wales or Northern Ireland then you will very likely find yourself in a conversation about the weather uh, and so yeah that's what we're going to talk about today before we jump into it a uh, quick reminder as always if you're not already it would be great to see you in our private learners group. Uh, so I've started a free group where people can join and connect with other learners of English, other listeners of this podcast, so you can meet and talk to other people who are also listening to this podcast. You can practice your English, you can ask me questions or share different things and just hang out with other like-minded people. So if you haven't already, it would be great to see you there. Uh, it'd be great for you to join and you can join for free. All you'll need to do is just click the link in this uh, episode, wherever you are listening to this episode, click the link in the description and you will be able to join. Uh, and finally, the transcriptions. Most of the transcriptions are available on the website for free. That that is www.unlockingbritishenglish.com. I am still behind on the transcripts and I know that I've said a couple of times that I am catching up. I am actually doing some work, I am catching up, but it's just been a little bit difficult. I've had a little bit too much going on. So my apologies uh, for those of you that are waiting on the transcriptions for these newest episodes, uh, but they will be with you very soon. So hopefully by the time you're listening to this, you will be able to find the transcription, but there are at least 65 transcriptions on the website so you've got plenty to work with anyway so um yeah that's uh, that's all i wanted to say before we get into the episode so let's get into the episode so um like i said we speak about the weather british people we speak about the weather a lot uh like i said four and a half months of your life uh, imagine speaking for four and a half months straight just completely about one topic uh that's uh, that's pretty crazy to think about but especially when we think about it being the weather um and of course we don't speak about it all day every day but we do speak about it quite regularly so according to some research that was done uh 94 percent of british people so the vast majority of british people 
will have talked in some way about the weather within the last six hours. So if you were to find any random British person and ask them when the last time they talked about the weather was, the chances are it will be within the last six hours, which is not a whole lot of time. So basically we talk about it every day, if not multiple points, uh, multiple times a day, sorry. Um, these might not be and often will not be long conversations. Um, usually one of the reasons that the weather comes up is because it's it's kind of good small talk, right? Small talk is, is just those little bits of conversation um, that, you know, don't really mean anything. Conversations, little small conversations maybe you have with people you don't know very well or aren't good friends with. You know, you the typical image is you, you get into a lift and someone else gets in the lift with you and you're going, you know, up in the lift together and... I don't know, you just, you, you, you find maybe something to talk about. Not, not everyone necessarily will talk, of course, but just as an example of, of small talk. Um, and so, well, the first thing I wanted to talk about in today's episode was why. Why do we talk about the weather so much? Why do we talk about it so often? Why do we use the weather as a subject for small talk, for, for breaking the ice, right? For just starting a conversation or just generally chatting? Um... There, there, there are a couple of main reasons. So the first reason has to do with who we are as a culture uh, and what we want, what we desire. Um, and I don't mean this in like a general sense, like what we want in our lives. Uh, but what we're talking about here is how we deal with interactions with new people, with people we're not, you know, close friends with or, or uh, work colleagues or anything like that. And so in a, in a roundabout way, in a grand sense, we can basically split different cultures, different groups of people into two main groups, right, with how they deal with these situations and what they want. So there are two ways that people will react or two things that people will want out of this situation. So the first is what's called the desire to be unimpeded. Uh, to be unimpeded is like to to not be stopped, to be able to, if I'm able to just walk straight to the shop and walk back, I got there and back unimpeded. No one stopped me on the way. I didn't have to stop to do something or talk to someone or anything like that. So the desire to be able to just get to where I want to go or do the thing that I want to do, uh, that's the first option, uh, the desire to be unimpeded. Uh, and the other reaction, the, the opposite to this, is the desire to be approved of, right? So the desire for the people that I come into contact with me to to like me or to respect me, to think that I am uh, generally an okay person, right? And so um, we have the desire to be unimpeded, which is referred to as negative face. I don't know why it's called that, but that is the technical term. Uh, and then we have the desire to be approved of, which is positive face, um, right? So And so uh, different countries will put more importance on one or another based on a lot of different things. Um, but the countries that favor this positive face, right, countries that favor this idea of the desire to be approved of, usually they will choose more personal topics to talk about as small talk, right? So they might talk about uh, their age or what they do for a living, something about who they are 
as a person or some kind of personal information, not necessarily very deep and personal information, right? I don't have to tell this person, you know, deep things about my life, but I'm going to talk about something from a personal um, perspective. Whereas countries that favour this idea of negative face, right, countries that favour this idea of the desire to be unimpeded, um, they will usually talk about um, less personal topics, less uh, less obtrusive topics, right? And and the weather is is a good uh, a good thing. A weather the weather, of course, is something that affects all of us. You know, you you can't not be interested in the weather in in the same way that you might not be interested in football or technology or politics or something like that right because it affects everyone in a very direct way it's something that's very clear and apparent to everyone and so um yeah that is that is a, a part of it a part of it is uh, to do with how British people are and our desire to to be unimpeded our uh, our desire to to be able to just kind of uh, just to focus on my task to do what I'm going to do and 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 not necessarily get into uh, you know these personal conversations with people so some of it is that some of it is that when we have little conversations with people we don't really know we're not so keen on sharing lots of personal information on on talking about personal subjects of course this isn't everyone some people are uh, we all know those kind of people that as soon as they meet someone they're straight away off chatting about all kinds of different things in their life they're sharing all kinds of personal information that you maybe you think well this that's a bit uh it's a bit personal i don't actually know you i don't know why we're talking about this and anyway um that's one of the reasons that we that we have this way of thinking we would rather talk about something general with people that we don't know uh, so that's the first reason but another big reason is probably just because it's so unpredictable another famous characteristic of British weather is it's very random and very unpredictable um, we can take today for example on this day of recording um, this morning when I woke up it was very very windy it was raining it was horrible weather uh, very dark and gloomy and, and just not very nice um, I, I woke up I think maybe about 7 a.m. Um, now at the time of recording this it is half past 12 so just around midday and the sun is out it looks like the sky is clearer there's less clouds um, it's not it's not warm but it's warmer than it was this morning and that's within the space of you know four or five hours and so this happens a lot to us in England it might be sunny one moment and then it's raining the next it might look like it's going to be a horrible gloomy day and then it becomes a nice day sometimes it changes you know multiple times um, seemingly for no good reason and so yeah there's a level of unpredictability um, the the I guess makes the weather maybe a slightly better conversation topic. Um, but why is Britain's weather so random? Why do we have such random weather? Um, th there are actually several features, several parts of Britain's geography that make the weather the way it is, uh, that make it so famously unpredictable. Um, and so 
I, 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 when I did research for this part of the episode, I got into all kinds of technical weather um, terms and things I didn't fully understand. It's quite complicated how the weather works and all the different, um, you know, the sea creates wind and different temperatures mixed together, different temperatures of air mixed together, etc., etc. Um, but basically, uh, the position, Britain's position at the edge of the Atlantic Ocean puts it at the end of uh, of what's called a storm track. So a storm track is basically like a narrow zone, like a sort of, imagine like a sort of road um, in which the the storms and, and winds travel down, right? Uh, kind of like the highway or the motorway for the for the wind and for the storms that come from from the oceans. Um, and so where we are at the edge of of one of these kind of storm tracks, what happens is there is warm air and cold air that fly, that kind of go towards each other, that mix together, um, along with the rotation of the Earth, right, with the planet Earth spinning around. Along with that rotation, it creates these different storms and cyclones and different things. And basically, we are kind of at the end of that little motorway of that little street or well, not it's not little it's, it's very very big uh, over hundreds or thousands of miles um but yeah we are at the edge of this little area where these storms gather and create and different things so we get um you know kind of like what we call the back end of these different storms and winds and different things so basically we have lots of different types of air lots of different i guess lots of different temperatures of air let's say um and yeah these different types of storms and things that get mixed together that that, that mix and mash together um and we get the tail end of the storm let's say um and so that creates all kinds of different like cloud formations and all kinds of different um temperatures um uh, and there there is yeah various different streams of of winds and storms and things like i say that that come together and, and they bring these different temperatures um and yeah it just creates kind of a, a big mix a big a big mess of different um um yeah of different temperatures of different types of weathers of different consistencies and and densities of clouds and all that kind of stuff anyway we're in the middle of all kinds of you're in the, we're in the middle of storm traffic basically that's how i'm gonna that's how i'm gonna put it because i am not well educated enough on um the ins and outs of how the weather works to be able to explain it to you in a better way but imagine a crazy mixed mash motorway of storms and and winds and different things and yeah um also, we have a lot of little islands around the UK. Of course, we have bigger islands that maybe people know about, like the Isle of Man, uh, the Isle of Wight, maybe. But there are actually uh, over a hundred little tiny islands. Many of them aren't actually habited, inhabited by, by people. A lot of them don't have people living there or, or very, very, very small small populations but um, because of these little islands as well that affects the moisture of the air so that when there's more water in the air that affects how uh, the weather acts that affects the temperature and all these kind of things so anyway there's there's all these different elements geographical elements that make the weather quite unpredictable and quite random because things can just change 
very quickly based on a number of factors. Um, and so, yeah, that is basically why the weather is so weird and random here in the UK. And so um, to finish off with, I wanted to just, I guess, go through a couple of phrases, maybe, or, or words, terminology that we would use as British people to describe the weather Um rather than just saying like it's hot it's cold it's raining it's cloudy all of those things are fine and they're very clear but um, you might hear some of these other phrases or you might want to use some of these other phrases and so um, I thought we'd start with the rain right because uh, a lot of people associate Britain with uh, as a country that has a lot of rain it rains a lot it can it can rain a lot uh, it doesn't rain all the time but yeah, like I say it's very unpredictable so it can happen um, we have a of course the famous phrase it's raining cats and dogs uh, it seems like a lot of people that learn English um, you know in other countries they learn that phrase as a bit of like a an idiom that we use to talk about the weather quite honestly no one uses this anymore no one says it's raining cats and dogs it sounds kind of weird and a little bit outdated um, so when we talk about it raining um, you know if it's just raining you know normally let's say you could you know you probably just say it's raining um, but if it's raining very hard if there's a lot of rain often we will say the phrase it's tipping it down it's tipping it down um, if, if I if you imagine like a bucket of water um, if and I want to empty the water out of that bucket I tip the water out of that bucket right so I tip it I put it at an angle so that the water starts to run out of that bucket um, it's tipping it down uh, is, 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 is kind of like that idea right like someone's just throwing buckets of water down from the sky um, because it's just coming down so hard uh, another another way you can say that is ch it's chucking it down and it means the same thing to chuck is another word for throw um, if I say chuck me the remote it's like throw me the remote pass me the remote it's chucking it down means it's raining very very hard and again it's like a very visual idea right like someone's just throwing loads of rain down um, those are the more kind of general ways of saying it um, there is another version that is slightly more uh, slightly more vulgar let's say it's not very rude but uh, it's it's not formal and that's to say it's pissing it down uh, you'll hear that a lot if it's raining hard it's absolutely pissing it down outside um, and pissing is a is a slightly um, a slightly more common way uh, of talking about going to the toilet right going for a wee urinating uh, it's pissing it down so if it's raining very hard you can say it's tipping it down or it's chucking it down or if you wanted to be a little bit more casual if you're with friends and things like that you could say it's pissing it down uh, and that's how we would usually talk about the rain um, uh, we don't always have rain though of course sometimes we have good weather sometimes it's hot and so when it's very hot outside usually we would say uh, it's boiling or it's baking or it's roasting right so these are three uh, three verbs that you can or three words that you can associate with cooking right you can boil an egg in water or boil a potato right and that happens at a very high temperature uh, baking is like to put something in the oven right and roasting is, is pretty much the same thing and so uh, it's kind of like saying you know you feel like you're in an oven right it's absolutely boiling it's absolutely baking it's absolutely roasting it means like I'm roasting I'm it's like I'm cooking outside in the sun uh, and so 
Um, th there are, of course, other versions, other things like that, but those ideas will be the most common, the most general, uh, ones that you'll, you'll be able to use very easily. Um, I mentioned earlier today that it was, I mentioned in earlier in the podcast that this morning it was very windy, um, and we have a phrase that is maybe a little bit more common, a little bit more colloquial to talk about when it's very windy. Uh, sometimes we will say, it's blowing a gale. So to blow a gale, if it's blowing a gale, it's like it's very windy. Um, gale force winds are, are like, is, uh, gale force is like the technical term for how strong a wind is. So if it's very, very strong, like for example, someone says we have gale force seven winds, for example, maybe that's um, like a very dangerous wind. You need to make sure things are secured in the garden. You need to make sure that uh, all the doors and the windows are closed and things like that. Uh, so blowing a gale, I think, is maybe re uh, related to that. Um, but it, it might be something to do with Cockney rhyming slang. Who knows? And maybe it's something I don't know. Um, you might remember we talked a little bit about Cockney rhyming slang in uh, a couple of episodes ago. I think it was episode 83. So if you haven't already, go check that out. But um, yeah, so if you want to talk about it being very windy, you can talk about it blowing a gale. It's blowing a gale outside. Wind is a type of weather that you will have to get accustomed to if you plan on spending a lot of time in the seaside towns in the in the parts of the UK that are on the coastline uh, but another type of weather that we have quite commonly is is when it's very cloudy right so it's not raining but there it's not very sunny it's not very bright outside because there's lots of clouds it's very cloudy and of course you could just say it's very cloudy and that's fine but often when we have this type of weather uh, we like to be a little bit more descriptive um, we, we often talk about it being very gray outside grey like the colour. Uh, you say it's very grey outside today uh, but we also will use words like miserable or horrible. It's very miserable outside or it looks very miserable outside. It's like just to say it doesn't look very nice or it looks horrible obviously that one's fairly easy very straightforward um, so if it's very cloudy outside you can talk about it being very gray or miserable it's uh, often a, a, a better way uh, a little bit more of a <laughs> yeah just a bit more descriptive um, if it's very cloudy of course it's not always cloudy so if it's clear then you know we'll usually just say maybe it's just a lovely day or it's a beautiful day if it's a very nice day um, and so yeah you know if, if the weather's nice then you just you, you probably just say the it's a nice day or it's a lovely day it's a beautiful day and so um, there's probably not too much need for a lot of variation there um, and then finally if it's cold then you can just say it's cold but usually we'll say it's freezing right because we, we like to exaggerate a little bit as well when we're talking about the weather where we describe the weather we like to be a bit more dramatic I guess when we're describing the weather so it's not just cold it's freezing right and again it can be horrible uh, horrible and freezing and so um, yeah there are a few ways that we as British people will generally talk about the weather um, so if you want to you can try and include some of those little phrases to try and help you sound a little bit more natural when you're talking about the weather a little bit more British 
British, if, if that is your goal. So, um, yeah, I think that is everything that I wanted to cover in today's episode. So I hope you have found that interesting, informative. Uh, and yeah, as always, if you have any kind of thoughts about the podcast, then feel free to get in touch with me. You can get in contact with me uh, either in the free learners group that I mentioned earlier. You can join that for free by clicking the link in the description wherever you are listening to this episode. But you can also contact me on Instagram at Unlocking British English, or you could email me if you would prefer to email me. You can email me at Unlocking British Email. Uh, sorry, <laughs> no, that is not right. You could email me at Unlocking British English at gmail.com. So, yeah, that's everything for today. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll look forward to speaking to you again in the next one.